0: A quick note before you dive into today's episode, while I will always be an advocate for multi-passionates embracing their talents as a gift, not a burden, I have decided that I'm no longer going to run a business with that as the goal. Please note that as you listen to any episodes, any of the offers that I have expressed, especially my coaching program, which I've talked about in many episodes, those are no longer relevant as my business is closing. If you'd like to stay connected, come and find me on LinkedIn. The link will be added across the show notes in all episodes. Be well. Welcome to the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast. The podcast where creatives come to embrace their talents as a gift, not a burden. I'm your host, Deanna Joy, lover of crystals and houseplants, and mom to a very cute rescue pup named Chai. Together, we'll explore how to finally make friends with focus, ditching overwhelm and idea fatigue once and for all, and how to be unapologetic about who you are as a multi-passionate. But I'm not just going to pump you up with a bunch of empowerment content. I'm going to give you tools and practices that you can implement starting today. It's time to unlock your multi-passionate mastery. Let's begin. Hello, my love, and thank you for joining me for today's episode. This is going to be a really exciting one because I'm going to talk about how I have gained massive momentum as a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Since leaving my 9 to 5 less than a year ago, I have accomplished quite a bit. And before I run down this list, I want to be very clear that I am not saying that the only measure of success is how much you produce. There are many unconventional success metrics, and I would love to get into that in another episode. But for today, I am going to talk about what I have accomplished. As you listen, I want you to consider that there was a time when I could not complete even one project because I couldn't focus long enough to get anything done. These days, I have mastered my relationship with focus, and that's why I'm dedicating the entire first season of this podcast to the topic of focus, and it's also why I wrote my ebook called Finally Focused. In that ebook, I teach you my three-part focus framework and how you can use it and experiment with it to create your own unique relationship with focus as a multi-passionate, and that's exactly what I've done to gain massive momentum. So, let me go ahead and give you my list. And I'm going to do this off the top of my head so hopefully I can remember everything. Since leaving my job in less than a year, I have written and published my first ebook. I have created a signature group coaching program with amazing clients. I've created a signature course all about project management for multi-passionates where I took my experience from working as a project manager in my last nine to five and put it in the context of being multi-passionate and how project management can really serve you. I've experimented with various business models such as a pop-up memberships and I have not been afraid to take risk and try things that I have not seen done before. I hired my first VA and our working relationship is something that I am extremely proud of because we work so well together and I launched a podcast. (laughs) If you're listening to this that means I successfully completed that project as well. I've also been sending emails to my love letter list consistently Having a presence on social media that is not draining because I honor my own energy and will take breaks as I need to. I've updated my website with a complete rebrand and even did a collaboration with my friends over at Tonic Site Shop where they shared the story of how I used their templates and they blasted that to their audience. I've written a guest article for the Rising Tide Society blog. I was featured in the multi-passionate must-haves bundle curated by Emily Wapnick. I was also added to her directory as a featured coach to work with if you are a multi-passionate. I am not just proud of what I've been able to accomplish but again I'm proud of the fact that I accomplished even just a single one of these things because there was a time in my life where I did not have a relationship with focus that supported me with completing what I started and today I want to talk to you about how I gained momentum and how I finish what I start specifically active focus is what I want to talk to you about today. I will link to the episode in the show notes where we talk about intensive focus. If you haven't listened to that, then right after this, please check that one out because that's very important as well. But today I'm going to talk about active focus because I believe that it is the momentum builder. So what is active focus and how can it help you gain momentum? Active focus is the type of focus that we all know so well. I lovingly call it messy bun, get it done energy. It's the type of focus that we're using when we are doing the actual work that needs to be done in order to move a project forward all the way through to completion. It's when you are writing the email and scheduling it out, it's when you're recording the modules for your course. It's when you're actively nurturing and building relationships and following up on those collaboration opportunities that land in your DMs. That's the energy of active focus. And it's very powerful for multi-passionates to have a positive relationship with this type of focus in order to gain momentum. And it's not as difficult as it may seem when you use my three-part focus framework. If you want to learn my entire focus framework from top to bottom, my ebook is the perfect place to start. I'm going to link to that in the show notes in case you want to check it out. So here's how I use active focus on a day-to-day basis to gain momentum in my business. After having my intensive focus session on Monday, I dedicate Tuesdays to being my active focus day. That means that I don't take calls on Tuesdays. The only calls that I'll ever do on Tuesday are group coaching calls with my clients and those tend to be in the later afternoon so that I can get any work done that I need to get done earlier in the day. I like to do this on Tuesdays because Tuesdays are ruled by Mars, and Mars has an energy that kicks us into high gear and helps us get things done. I also always create what I like to call my active focus hit list, and I provide a checklist where you can do this in my ebook. When I write out my active focus hit list, I make sure that I'm aware of any subtasks that also go into the main task that I'm writing down. I mentioned that I created a signature course recently and that course has a module called Subtask Clarity. Subtask Clarity means that when you write down a task, you know that it's not just one task. You're looking at the main task and then all the smaller tasks that are going to contribute to bringing the main task to completion. Knowing this and planning out my schedule and my task list in this way, helps me to create a realistic list of what I can get done from one day to the next. It also helps me track my progress and know exactly where I've left off if I need to pick something back up the next day. The reason I front load my active focus task on Tuesdays is because whatever does not get completed, I can allocate throughout the rest of the week. This is how I gain massive momentum, and I know it's so simple, but it works. Front-loading my task on the day when I have the most energy helps me to feel that I'm honoring myself and my personal relationship with focus. I know that Tuesdays are a high-energy day because not only are they ruled by Mars, as I mentioned, but I have already had my intensive focus session on Monday. And as I mentioned in our intensive focus episode, that type of focus is the clarity provider. So once I've got that clarity, then it's time to create momentum. And that's where my active focus sessions come in. So simply by front-loading my task on Tuesdays and then allocating whatever doesn't get done throughout the rest of the week... Knowing exactly what's going into a task, including the subtask, that's what's helped me gain momentum. It really is that simple. The other thing that I do, which we'll get into more detail in another episode, is I honor passive and non-focus. Passive focus means I take breaks. I love to use the Pomodoro method so that I'm working in shorter spurts and then taking breaks. There's also an amazing playlist on Spotify. I will link to it in the show notes. And it's a playlist that has great music to focus and work to, but it also has reminders to get up and stretch and move your body throughout your active focus session. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes and I highly recommend it. Taking breaks ensures that I'm not glazing over or working myself beyond my tipping point. And the more often that I can honor my own flow of energy, the more momentum I gain. Because focusing on the task in front of me doesn't feel daunting. It feels energizing. But if we never take breaks and if we just try to work all the way through the entire afternoon and skip lunch just because we want to get something done, then focusing feels like something that we want to dread. So by using all three types of focus in my framework, I get excited about my active focus sessions. I show up ready and committed to doing what I need to do in order to gain momentum. Another way that I've gained momentum in addition to working the framework is delegating. Let me be completely transparent. A lot of what I've been able to accomplish is because I have the most amazing virtual assistant ever and I know how to delegate and communicate very clearly to her what my needs are from one week to the next and I give her all the tools that she needs in order to feel confident in her task and be set up for success. I teach about delegating as a creative in my signature course, and I'll link to that in the show notes as well, in case you're interested. Sticking to my framework and actually looking forward to focusing and getting work done is a huge part of what's helped me gain momentum. Delegating to my virtual assistant is another really big piece as well. And the third piece is I create environments that support my focus. I would love to do a whole podcast episode on that. So I'm not going to get into too much detail right now. But basically, if I'm having trouble focusing at home... I pack up my bag and I go to the coffee shop. I don't wander around my house wondering why I can't get it together because that's just creating frustration around the topic of focus. And I wanna keep my energy and my relationship with focus clear and open and supportive. That's the vibe that I've got going with focus and that's why I'm able to gain so much momentum. Because for me, focusing is fun. And I never thought I would say that as a multi-passionate. Sometimes I still am shook at the fact that I wrote an ebook about focus because several years ago, I was someone who simply just could not do it. I couldn't focus. I didn't know what to start with first and I didn't know what to prioritize and I didn't know how to move the needle because I had so much I wanted to do and I just wanted to do everything. If you can relate to that feeling I definitely want you to check out my ebook. What I teach in there, that three-part focus framework, it's simple, but it works. We don't have to overcomplicate things in order to see super impactful results. There are a lot of other things that have contributed to me gaining momentum in my business, but I don't wanna make this episode too long and I wanna give you the top things that have really supported me and helped the most. So let me do a quick recap and then we'll wrap this episode up. The number one thing that has helped me gain massive momentum in my business as a multi-passionate creative is working my three-part focus framework. When you feel excited about focusing and it's not something that you dread, completing your task is inevitable because you actually want to do it. I cannot stress how powerful that is. Also, when I'm making my list of tasks, I'm not just thinking about the main thing I want to accomplish. I'm looking at all of the subtasks that also go into it. This helps me map out my days in a more realistic way and it lets me accomplish my goals instead of feeling like I'm always catching up and behind. Next I delegate to my virtual assistant. If there are things that I don't actually need to be doing that I could easily explain to her, I let her handle it. And that gives me so much time and energy back and has absolutely helped me gain a shit ton of momentum. Shout out to my amazing VA Maggie. I so appreciate you. The third piece is I create environments that support my focus. I hope that my story about how I finally learned to not only finish what I start but keep that momentum going has been inspiring for you. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the multi-passionate mastery podcast. If you received anything valuable send it to a friend. I know you've got some creative people in your life who need to hear this. Also, please take a moment to pop over to iTunes and leave a review. Even sharing one sentence about how you feel about this podcast can help us reach the hearts and ears of more multi-passionates. If you're not exactly sure how to leave a review, I've left some instructions for you down in the show notes. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.